Hey everybody, welcome to another week of the Not Watching the Packers podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Dan Schrader. I'm in Portland, Oregon. I'm just kidding. This is the thread. Uh, we talk about soccer, kind of, sometimes. But right now, we're not watching the Packers because, oh boy. Oh boy, Colin. I never do. It's amazing that you could get me out of the bowling alley to record this podcast. Uh, you know, mostly because I had to be on standby, standby for the podcast for the past hour. And therefore, putting me in range of watching the Packers, yeah, yeah, disappoint me per <laughs> usual. You could accidentally turn could, on a TV. Exactly, exactly right. Um, I resisted. I didn't resist checking my phone a million times and you know, doing the up, refreshing the game cast, which is my worst habit. Um, but yeah, it's pretty painful, and uh, I'm not enjoying it. I will not give you a Packers game update. I was watching, and I agree, it was painful, and it was not enjoyable. Much like watching Tottenham, Ryan. And much like watching Tottenham or the Pittsburgh Steelers or just <laughs> any of my teams right now. Uh, being a Palmer's fan. Life. I just, not fun, not enjoyable. I, I've really, I just need to start reading more books. I, uh, I hate sports. I don't even know why I'm podcasting right now Come on. about sports. Come on. I just want to give it up. This isn't. This is about friends, right? It's, this is it, it really, it, tru- it truly is. You guys need to lift me up tonight. I'm, I'm not in a good place. I assume you're podcasting because Jeff Swick guilted you into it. You think I read these emails? I don't read these emails. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a premonition that you would be guilted by Jeff Swick. Listen, I put out early in the week that I listen, really wanted I to put podcast. Out. Listen, yeah. listen, 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 cut that I, out. We tried Cliff, to do get that. <laughs> we. We tried to do Saturday just to see if yep. we could get everyone on. Uh, yeah. I'm I've I've needed the podcast. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm not looking forward to talking about sports. But listen, if you want to do a, a quick 45 on pickles, <laughs> uh uh cordless vacuums, I got you. I got you. What I can't I can't Colin. I just can't wait till Palmer uh, like we stop podcasting altogether and Palmer has to pay for therapy to do a quick 45 on pickles <laughs> and he has to pay $155 an hour or whatever yeah. to do a quick 45 on pickles. His therapist is always like, why do you have me bring a run order? You don't even follow it. What's the point? <laughs> did, did you, you don't need to wear headphones. Did we get emails this week? I like, uh, Colin admitted this week, on the text thread that he almost bought Ryan a pickle themed baseball hat. Little did Colin know that Ryan Palmer already has a pickle themed baseball hat from me and uh super listener, Sean. Portland All right. Pickles. Portland Pickles. Portland Pickles. Yeah. Portland yeah. Pickles. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I was wearing the shit out of that hat playing pickleball the other, the other week. <laughs> there you go. It was great. There you go. It's all coming together. Amazing. Uh, Colin, we have to because uh, it's crazy white people shit and because we did it and because Mike is going to be so upset if we don't. You got to give him a, a running across the Grand Canyon recap. Go on. Uh, we ran across the Grand Canyon and then I ran back across the Grand Canyon. Um, yep. It was amazing. It was wonderful. We left the south rim of the Grand Canyon at five in the morning. Uh, I made it to the other side at about 11 in the morning or something. Uh, B 
beautiful. It was a beautiful whole way. Wonderful running down with you and the sun coming up in the Grand Canyon. It's an amazing oh. experience. I think everyone should yep. do it in their lives. Uh, and then I ran back uh, with some other folks, and uh, one of them got heat stroke and, you know, had a really, really bad time. And it was almost a wilderness emergency situation. Oh, so, you know, it was scary. like five, six, really great experience, and then one, six, like pretty intensely bad. But uh, I was never really <laughs> like in that bad of a situation. I was nervous for a friend of mine. Uh, but when I saw your brother, Dan, uh, at near the top, and I was not quite to the top, and he came down with a cold beer for me, uh, a yeah. cold, cold Miller Lite about you know a quarter mile from the top of the Grand Canyon. It's a uh, few sights in my life have made me happier than someone delivering me a beer in the middle, the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> at about 8 p.m. So that was that was wonderful, wonderful way to end it. It was highs and lows, yes, both yeah. geographically and uh, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. emotionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta say, yeah, the pictures were incredible. It. It's beautiful. The great. I mean, people say you, you can't imagine it. You look at pictures, you think you like you whatever, and then you show up and you're like, nope, everyone was right. It yeah. just until you're standing there looking at it, you have no idea. It's just amazing. Just and amazing. I, it, go to the Grand Canyon feel like if it, you can. That was my first time. Old. It was unbelievable. It doesn't get old. You can just keep staring at it, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Very fun. Excellent trip. Uh, you know, we're starting to think about how we do it again. So that's how good it was. It only took about 36 hours before we were like, yeah, I still hurt, but let's do, let's go again. I'll join you guys on a donkey. Sounds great. You, you could. Yep. You could. That's Excellent. and that is how I will do it. All right. There's your Grand Canyon recap, Mike. Hope you're happy. Uh, any other warm ups? Anything we need to share? Feel toasty. I got nothing. I want to do a warm up. I think I shared it with you guys, but we haven't really been good at preparing. But I want to go back to this idea of like drafting things. You know, do okay. like a, okay. I don't know. Maybe five round draft of our favorite uh, club football team names. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! The, I should have I prepped for this. I can't. This is it off right. the dome? No, we're not going to do it now. What I'm saying is, this is your this is your warning, oh, listeners. Okay. You it can be whatever. We're going to do it oh. at some point because I forget what it was. There was one that came up fairly recently for me, and I was just like, "That is, mwah, chef's kiss!" Like, oh, so good. So. Can I just? We, there's some of we've talked just, about. I want to talk don't about so bad. Don't ruin now. Oh my we've god! Talked about, I mean, we all know. Uh, we all. I think we all know Colin's first round. Uh, what? The strongest. Don't ruin it. Yes, the strongest. One hundred percent. Right. Right. So that the entire one country of Bolivia consider is, it is off the board. Just, just search uh, the whatever the Bolivian Premier League. They have like it's right four or five. Yeah. But the strongest is absolutely my number one. Exactly. So we're going to come back. I want to do that. Uh, so this is your warning. Prepare thyself. Oh, God, that's a good uh, one. One of these one of these days as a warm up, we're going to do favorite club football team names. Just by the uh, name. Club names. So, yeah, oh, man. Crest yep. doesn't count. Yep. Colors don't count. Who plays I'm for not, doesn't count. Just I'm not ready for nicknames this. don't count. It's got to be. It's got to be the, the name. name. Yeah. Love it. And not international team nicknames either. Right. Indomitable Lions. Amazing. It doesn't count here. Yeah got to be club team official the club actual names. name of that team is the strongest <laughs> fucking amazing. amazing i mean rat stabbers <laughs> in uh 
Estudiantes hey, de la Plata. Hey, hey, that doesn't count. I'm saying it doesn't count. The, you're oh, right. That's the, the nickname. Okay. Because that's yeah. the nickname. Can't get rat stabbers. Man, that's right. I I got to prepare for this. Exactly. So I'm not I'm not springing it on you, but it's been in my head, and I just haven't uh, haven't given anyone the proper warning to do it. Oh my god! But this is your warning. It's coming up. Ooh, it's um, got chills down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we're into emails. Is that how this goes? I forget how this goes. Emails. We don't have Mike. Uh, Colin, have you read this email from Vincent closely enough to uh, lead us through it? Definitely not. Okay. Uh, should we start somewhere else and one of us can read Vincent's email and, and then we can come back to it? Yep. I'll, I'll, all right. I'll be assigned. Colin. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll go to Burge's email then. Oh, Burge's email, though, is looking at you, Colin. Okay, Soccer Thread. What's the craziest shit you've ever seen someone do to distract an opponent? Any sport counts. Oh. Uh, he, oh. he threw it at Colin. So uh, I guess you got to go, Colin. I mean, the classic one, especially for Burge because I believe this was in Minnesota, is state final. I feel like it's Breck High School. Is that the name of the high school uh, in Minnesota? It, uh, I don't know. State final. Uh, maybe I'm getting the story wrong. The, the inbound pass in basketball, the guy does the barking like a dog, gets down on all fours, barks like a dog in the corner, and then they throw it to the other corner. The guy shoots the jumper to win the game. What? That's pretty good. You've never seen that so video? That, uh-uh. Oh, yeah. It's like high school. I don't know if it was really state final or just like a big game, whatever, conference final or regional game or whatever. And I think it happened in Minnesota. But, yeah, it's like the dude just like, yes, exactly what I said. Starts barking, gets on all fours, starts barking <laughs> like a dog as loud as he can. Everyone looks at him. They pass it to somebody else who's obviously now wide and no one looking at him. Just hits right. a jumper. Man, that's what a... Would love to be in the in the huddle when that's drawn up. I mean, you I mean, know you that they've definitely tried that. There's no way you're they, like, who's going to bark like a dog? This guy? This guy? This guy? you got to be like, guys, somebody's no. going to have to bark like a dog. Who's who's our bar- dog barker? I know, I but, that, you think that's but that's how that like, goes? Yeah, 100%. They, you definitely mm-hmm. practice that. It's like... Oh, I think of, it's practice, but... Yeah, yeah. It's it is it's like the annexation of Puerto Rico. Like yeah, that is, exactly. The little giants. Like I want to be giants play hundred percent. I I want to be in the huddle when the coach is like, "Now's the time." Yeah, we're only going to be able to do this once. Exactly. Like, uh-huh. well, it'll never once happen. Once it's on again. tape, it's over. And yeah, he saved now, it for the finals. You know, the whatever it was, regional final or state. Final I want to know. I mean, what is it? What was it called? What was it called? Like fire oh. hydrant? What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> K nine. He just put uh, he just put on the board K and nine. I don't think I don't think that conversation went, okay, we need someone to bark like a dog. I think the guy was like, guys, I got an idea. I will bark like a dog. <laughs> and then they all looked at the coach and the coach was like, Yeah. We're yeah. doing this. This this could work. This- and then like the angels in the outfield uh anthem starts playing and and like yeah. Uh, so this email from Burge comes with a link to a tweet that is a picture of a uh, Santa Fe defender. This must be the Santa Fe Brazilian? Oh, yeah, club? yeah. Colombian first division. Uh, Colombian first division lining up in a wall and pulling the front of his shorts down. Uh, <laughs> this is, I don't know. To tell you the truth, this picture 
it's not clear that he's trying to distract the shot taker. He could just be readjusting and like forget that he's on television and stuff. And like, it it looks like the kind of thing that a person that lives alone might do in their living room to just like <laughs> get comfortable. Except you know he's in the wall in front of yeah. the free kick. So I I'm not sure it's really to distract. But it seems uh, a little dangerous to be pulling your it's pants definitely down inappropriate. Yeah, uh, I mean point. I I think the most effective one that I can think of is the, the Jersey Dudek, uh, Gumby legs. Ah, uh, that's um, very good. That maybe is not like the wildest, uh, distraction, but definitely the most effective. Although he's nowadays and with VAR and everything that would probably, be, um, he's probably off the line or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't, I'm, I, uh, once again, I, it's seven thirty here, and I haven't eaten dinner yet. So I, you know, I'm ill prepared for this question. I mean, that's pretty good. You came up with one. I can't really think of one. There's stuff that I mean. Like, there's a number of them in American football. There's like a there's a whole genre of this as a trick play, where the uh, this is like such like high school trick play kind of shit. But like the quarterback Fumble goes risky. to his sideline. No, like you know, you get you get everyone gets set and just think of like oh, a traditional. Yeah. Of the traditional yeah. football formation and then he goes to the he turns towards his own coach and says hey uh, something's wrong blah 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 yeah. blah and they direct snap it to somebody else i can't hear the runs. play yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 or you have somebody pretend they're jogging off but they actually stay in bounds and they're and then he wide runs open down. like yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i like actually now that you're talking about football um there's like often not often but sometimes they'll be like They'll try a trick play on like kickoffs where uh, the the team's jerseys are somehow the yeah, same lay color down in the end zone. as the end zone. Yeah. And they'll lay down in the end zone. Yeah. And that's like, a good one. Uh, that's, that's a great one. Is that, so the, I wish they had it because it's line. their home field. Is that a home field thing? Or is that yeah. like they show up and they're like, oh, guys, this is what <laughs> happened. This is, this is, could be it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Burst, thanks for the email. Thanks for the uh, picture. Uh, I will never unsee it. That was great. <laughs> yep. Uh, Colin, are you ready with the Vincent email? No, because I was talking about that. Oh, man. All right. Uh, uh, all right, here we'll go. We'll go to Jeff Swick. Palmer, he says, all right, so I get that you all are busy, but you're not going to leave us hanging for the World Cup, right? Like, you're going to do a prediction episode, a few episodes during the Cup, and a post-final game episode, right? Miss you guys. Hope that guilt trip wasn't too strong. No, not strong at all. This, Listen, this is why I wanted to start potting on Saturday, because I wanted to get us all together. We got to get a couple pods underneath the belt. Uh, underneath the belt. Jesus Christ. Under our belt. Before we, uh, you know, get ready for the World Cup, we got to be in, in uh, mid-season form yeah. here. Yeah. It's, this is it's our world, important. This is World Cup camp. We're, we yeah. got called in. Yep. The best thing about the World Cup is that we're all, theoretically, we're going to have some time off. Because um, it's during the holidays. That's true. So, That's true. Uh, we should be able to find a time to pod. Games are early. I was looking at, at the earliest game on the, I'm in the West Coast bias, but earliest game is 2 a.m. kickoff. Latest games are 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. In West Coast, West Coast. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Earliest game kicks. Our latest game kickoffs are eleven a.m. So we got plenty of time. We can watch games. 
pod the same night. This we can make this happen. That's we can make nice. this happen. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, we could be potting before work. Do a, we could do a quick pod before work. We could just <laughs> a bad idea. Just a, a little recap. Just pod. every day before work. Just get an hour in. Fifteen minutes. Everyone get up. Watch the ninety and ninety uh, highlights, and then do a fifteen minute cool. pod. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Sign uh, me up. Swick. This is a lovely email. It's great to know that uh, people kind of miss us. So it's, it's beautiful, Swick. Thanks for the email. Uh, absolutely not too strong. Uh, I'm, and yeah. I would like I would like to do a gambling special at some point. So let's get Keeve on let's here. Let's go. Let's go, Keeve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we should do predictions, like a preview preview episode. Do it properly. Break yep. down the groups yep. a little bit. Yep. Once the rosters um, come out. Something, I also like that when, yeah. when we do an episode where we that's all we talk about. Like it feels yeah. very like we're on international break. Yeah, it's a uh, those are special. Also, old school uh, thread pod because yeah. I feel like we haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, we used to do you know prem preview episodes and stuff. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin, reply for Mister Swicker. Oh no, I was just gonna say I'm ready for the Vincent email. Oh, all right. <laughs> I because I actually read Bro. this email, <clears throat> but it's it's you know. There's a lot of metaphor in it and such, so I had to remind myself. Uh, and also, I would say this email was sent three weeks ago, and that's how often we yeah. podcast. So I read exactly. it three weeks ago, and then I couldn't uh, remember the point of it, quite frankly. Uh, well, and the point it's, of it... It's, uh, I mean, it's very it's timely since uh, he's talking about the pit and the pendulum. Edgar Allan Poe, like Halloween, could have been written yesterday, really. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I mean, he does say uh, this reference came to my mind with it being October, uh, especially the educator in the group. You obviously getting the reference like me. I don't <laughs> read that shit. Like when was the last time I read some Edgar Allan Poe or had that in my life? Um, I told you I'm trying to read more. Nice. I watch sports. You're reading too to much. Read You're more. already reading too much. Read less. <laughs> uh, he said this question came up for you guys. In re- This is also in reference to Cristiano Ronaldo. Would you rather be on the field being sliced open like the pendulum or in the pit of the bench helpless? So, like, obviously, that's Ronaldo right now with Man United being less than stellar. But also, you know, under Ten Hag being relegated to the bench uh, a lot of the time. So, Dan, you know, please interpret that question both on a personal level, if you were Dan Schrader, but also in the if you were Cristiano Ronaldo section of your life. Or your mind. I know you dedicate a lot of your mind to if you were Cristiano Ronaldo topics. About yeah, it's fifty fifty whether I'm thinking about that or not, actually, <laughs> any given time. What I sorry, I'm did not ever read this book and don't know what's going on. Okay. What's the question? The question is, do you want to be uh, you know, if if you if there's a bad situation, would you rather yeah. You know, like Cristiano Ronaldo, be involved or, in the bad situation, be part of the losing at United, or yeah. be on the bench where you, you know, are, are more helpless or can't affect the losing, whatever. You're just in the pit of despair, but like you're also not, you know, you're not, you're not on the field getting sliced open, right? Like United are right now. I mean, I think in general, you want to be involved. You want to feel like you have a stake in it and have some control in the outcome. So I think you want to get in there. I don't, I mean, for Cristiano Ronaldo, he might feel like it's helpless and there's no like what's the point they're not playing for trophy like if he was surrounded by a bunch of guys that he didn't trust and it was a tournament final 
then he wants to play because he thinks maybe he can win it, right? You want to be part of that. But, like, if the whole thing is a sinking ship anyway, then Yeah, are you attaching, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, are you attaching your name to the sinking ship? But if you're benched, you're like, hey, I got benched, so it's not my fault. Yeah. I would would disagree with this idea of United being a sinking ship. Um, And more just uh realization for ronaldo that you know he's he's in his twilight and i don't um, think there's that i don't think you that's know, a real he, thing realizing, <laughs> realizing that well i mean maybe not necessarily him real, realizing it but others around him yeah. realizing that he is not the player that he once was and um his you know off the pitch uh, or locker room antics of, you know, maybe not being the best leader or not being the best teammate um, is just not something that people are willing to put up with anymore. And so yep. um, he is, he's coming to kind of the end of his, his career. And I feel like the question is more of like, uh, do you accept, does, does Ronaldo uh, eventually accept maybe uh, less of a role and maybe more of a supporting role? Or does he try to, um, you know, fight against the uh, inevitable outcome that he is going to not play soccer anymore? So, yeah. No, I agree with all that. Um, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that United's a sinking ship. I mean, I feel like they're, they've been playing well. They got a 1-0 winning um today um they looked yeah i, I agree, I agree with you. they they're looked not dominant against the, spurs they're not trending in the wrong direction necessarily but right. they're like maybe uh you know they're not the top tre- of the league. a treading watership yeah they're a treading watership um all right i want to take this question a different way actually because we have the three of us on the, on the podcast who are all have played you know some amount of goalkeeper at some level mm-hmm uh, I think the pendulum question is especially interesting to a goalkeeper because I th- the way I interpret this question is like uh, sometimes being cut open is the best for a keeper. There are certain games where if you're playing and your team the the you don't care that much about the result. It's not the state final. It's not a playoff game. Whatever. It's just a regular game for like a club team, and you're like you know, kind of take it or leave it. Or this team was better than us. We always knew we were going to lose this game. And you're getting, like, battered. Like, you're going to face, like, 25 shots on goal. That might be the most fun you have as a keeper, right? Versus the game where you face two shots and, like, maybe one scores on you and you lose 1-0 or or draw 1-1. Like, I loved. Those are some of the best, my most fun memories playing keeper were those games where you were getting battered and you were making all kinds of shit saves. And yeah, you ended like, up giving up five, but like... But you also had 15 incredible saves. Yeah, exactly. You were, you were the most involved person on the field. Yeah, exactly. And keeper is often yeah. a place where you're like super lonely or whatever or feel like you don't have yeah. a hand in, in the outcome. No? Or would you rather be in the pit and just be like, yeah, we won 1-0. I collected a few balls and took, you know, captured a few crosses and that was nice. I mean, if you're making saves in a in a game like that, it's not the goalkeeper's fault, right? So it's right. a little bit. You're different never getting you're never getting like, blamed no. on this on this. You're losing five yeah, right. one in this game, right? This hypothetical. Mm. 
I don't want that. Wow. That is, I mean, it, so. Um, you'll take the pit. Win, you'll win 1 0 or a nil nil game, but you, just, you, did, you did nothing. I, but you uh, sat there I, the whole game. I would, I would like, I mean, I pushed. He organized his defense. Okay. Yeah, he organized his defense. Was, his team mostly frustrated. His team had the ball, but they just missed a lot of their chances. I mean, he, I don't know. He there, recycled the ball multiple there, times with good foot. He took work, some good goal know. kicks. We just a couple though. We were at a level. I think we all can say this: that we were at a level that if it was a one-zero win, it was never a Mourinho one-zero win where we possess. Like I've never experienced a oh, one-zero yeah. win that like was we possessed the ball. Like if yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if we a won one-nil win, right? If we possessed the ball, we were winning five, six, seven-zero, and I wasn't doing shit. Yeah. Um. It's a, if it's a one zero, I want to be in the one zero. Oh, I mean the best is 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 we win one zero and it should have been three one against, but I made all the saves and so we won one zero. Right? I mean the 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 whole the 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 point of pit and the pendulum is 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 like it's like this it's this fucking uh, grandfather clock that's swinging, and this guy is tied underneath it. And it's gonna cut him open, and it's just torturous, right? So for me, at the, I can think of times at McAllister where we were not very good defensively, and uh, we gave up goals. I think I remember like the Carlton game. We played Carlton, Dan. I think your senior year, right. and we lost like five one or something, and. I like still think that game still gives me nightmares just because it felt like we were a good team and we just were terrible. And I felt like I had just an awful, awful, awful night. And I still okay. think about those goals, yeah. right? So for that's me, that's torturous. About, oh, I totally agree. I don't want to be, I don't want to totally be involved in, I don't want to be involved in like losing 5 1, even, even if I'm getting peppered and I'm making saves. But, but like, think it's about still like an indoor game, some kind of indoor game where it's like. Fuck indoor. I'm not, I don't want to play indoor. You know, you're going to take a lot of shots. You know, you're going to take a lot of shots. You might have, you're going to have a chance to make a lot of saves, but you're never going to keep. This is why I stopped gonna, playing goalkeeper. <laughs> you're never going to win this game 1 0. You know? Careful, you're gonna you're gonna break Palmer's knee just talking about indoor soccer. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> lay off that. Yeah. Uh, but to bring it back to Ronaldo, I don't think there's any part of him that ever thinks it's his fault, right? right. So it's different <laughs> for him because he's like, if if they lose, it's because the other players weren't giving him the ball or weren't feeding him or weren't playing the defense or right? like he wasn't in the no, game. If they lose, or he wasn't in the yeah. Right, they would have won if 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 I played. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, they benched him a couple weeks ago for a game and because he like walked off the tunnel, went, went down the tunnel early. Yeah. So and he's got to think like they're idiots. Right. There's no part of him that like learns a lesson from that. Right. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, it's a totally different. It's a totally yeah, different equation totally different. than than Palmer 20 years later having nightmares about a college game. <laughs> well, right? even, like, the, even the Palmer having nightmares about the college game is, is is not what I was talking about, because what I was talking about is more like. And maybe Palmer, like, good on you, but, like, maybe you've never played on a uh, non-rec league team that had this vibe. But, for instance, my high school team was Division Two, And so when we played a Division One team, like, we're going to play a Division One team that's, like, a pretty good Division One team at their home field. Like, 
well, we're expecting that they're going to dominate us, right? Like, mm. they're going to have most of the ball, and they're going to take it to us. And, you know, it would be great if we won, but we're expecting to lose 3-0 or whatever. And then if we mm. okay. if we play pretty well, if we, so there's going to be a lot of shots on me, and I, like, make a lot of saves, but we lose. Like that, but you fine. lose. But we you lose two like, one, and I make right. a bunch of saves. Like whatever. Right, right, right. Like I don't really care that we lost. It's just a yeah. game against a, you know, an out of conference. I think is like the way to think about it for college. Like out of conference opponent, whatever. But like, that was a fun loss. Like yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. That was way and you better. Walk when away. We won our, our, our you know, I, against some some rival, one nil, and I didn't do shit. Right. And you walk away being like, oh, we, we only lost them 2 1 or whatever. Yeah. Right. And so you're like, yeah, we're, we're, we gave them a game. Yeah. I get you. I, I see that. I see that. I it's can... all positive. I mean, there are definitely games as a goalkeeper where it's all positives for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Even like being in lose. a penalty shootout, right? Yeah. Like, right. You're, you, you're going to let in most of the goals in a penalty shootout, but you save one, right? All you got to do is save one. All I you got to do is save one. Think about a keeper who saves like, Two or three, even, and still loses the shootout. Like, what was he supposed to do? He had a great, great yeah, shootout. Yeah, right. Uh, I think that's which I think just basically sums up how Cristiano Ronaldo thinks about his whole life, every game he's ever lost. It's probably, he's like, I did, I did what I was supposed to I do. I, I don't know what part. else I could have done. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, go, go ahead, wrap up from the other twin. Raymond says, I find it interesting when a younger person tells me that the first soccer bar in Milwaukee was uh, Highbury, and yet this bar has been here since the 80s, as I remember, and it's not named after the whiskey. Colin, you're the Milwaukee soccer bar person here. Yeah, I mean, it feels uh, like... I've, what's interesting about that? Uh, that he's calling Colin Young? That I Colin you Colin think Young? that I've like been to soccer bars in Milwaukee because when I was... Living in Milwaukee, uh, I could only go into bars that didn't card. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have a better chance of having been to soccer bars in Milwaukee than the rest. Anyone of Anyone else so. except for Keevan? Yeah, no, Keevan goes to the Highbury. I, I think uh, it wasn't Highbury. Isn't that Highbury? Isn't that like the old Arsenal Stadium? Yeah, it's named after the Is old that, Arsenal Stadium. But right? what's this one named after the whiskey? I I don't. Is there a Highbury whiskey? Um, it must be. It must be. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand this email. I would agree with him that in my conception of, like, Milwaukee soccer bars, that Highbury being a big soccer bar is more like since maybe, like, the 2014 World Cup. Keevan would, would have a better idea of this. But, like, whatever. You know, at some point when in the era of, like, NBC Sports getting soccer and, like... Mm-hmm you know, Premier League becoming more popular, that bar in Milwaukee really leaned into that and got people to come there. Um, but I'm sure there are other bars, especially on the uh, on the south side, that have been showing more soccer matches forever. So Wait, so they're not they're not called Highbury on purpose? They're No they are. Like, I mean it's hundred percent. It's not a it's not a tip of the cap to, to Arsenal. Oh. I don't know, honestly. I, I don't know if they're an Arsenal bar, actually. I've been there literally probably twice. Never for a soccer game. Just because it's by my grandparents' condo. Mm. Uh, according to the Google Street View of the Highbury Pub, 
uh, they ripped off the Arsenal badge on the awning outside the front of their pub. Yeah. So Ooh, I don't know wow. if it was originally named as the uh, Trouble in Paradise. Arsenal, but <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately for the Highbury pub, I know that there are some big shots at Arsenal Football Club that listen to this pod, and they just, the Highbury pub just uh, got outed. You, you should expect some legal assist. Stan Cronky yeah. listens to this podcast. Sorry about that. Uh, Stan, go easy on them. They're just a neighborhood pub that wanted to use your logo. Be nice. Uh, all right. Matt Nasser says, this is to Colin only, not to the Soccer Thread podcast. Uh, checked out your soccer pod. Pretty good stuff. Thanks, Matt. We Pretty good. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Absolutely. We'll all day. All day. It's honestly, high praise. We're taking it all day. His main beef is that uh, we didn't, I don't think we even really talked about Lake Ontario, but he says, <laughs> yeah. in terms of the Great Lakes, Lake Ontario is tops, hands down. He's he's from Love upstate it. New York, yeah. I, I just included this one because he uh, emailed me, we're on pod 286 today, uh, yet, you know, and he listened to pod 280-something and, you know, has never emailed me before about a pod. I haven't, I've spoken to him probably once in the past 10 years. Uh, I used to go, I used to have season tickets to the union with him and two other guys, Jason and Sam. <coughs> Matt Nasser drove us to every union home game for a couple of years. Uh, and union sucked. Oh my God, they were bad those years. Really, just, and bad soccer, like not even just losing, but like not a lot of attacking, even effort. Uh, and today, the Philadelphia Union have advanced to the MLS Cup final. Yes, uh, the have. MLS Cup, I think you just call it. But, uh, yeah, for the first time. So, very excited that it's all paid off for us, Matt. Um, our our long-standing Union fandom uh, and uh, brotherhood in Philadelphia soccer. There you go. Man. What a, what a time. Also, how what the a, fuck are you finding our podcast? 285 yeah. episodes in like that. We don't get a lot of that. We do that not a, get a lot of wild. new emailers. We have, we have in. like four left plus or minus three. <laughs> yeah. Episodes. <laughs> that is episodes. Yeah. Our paces. What a time to be a fan in Philly right now, man. Oh, shouts cool. to Philly. Absolutely. The, uh, the, you guys saw the clip of the fans on the street. I think after the Phillies won their, national league whatever league they're NLCS. going to the world series yeah and they were they were asking the fans on the street like what a time to be yeah, a yeah, sports yeah. fan you've got the the phillies you've got the uh whoever else is eagles good. eagles are undefeated the eagles eagles sixers and, and uh the union and you've got the union and the fans are like the uh like the uh like the blue collar workers <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea yeah they play good. down in chester yeah, like blue collar workers. Because they all call them the onions. There, they know that. They know. They it know. They, they know. You got to drive down there in Matt's red Chevy Cavalier. It's uh, nice. Oof. Beautiful stuff. Uh, that's emails. Soccerthread at gmail dot com. Please send them our way. Uh, you know, we're hoping to do some more. We're hoping it's not another month. In a month, we're going to be neck deep in World Cup, so we got to yeah. do a preview before that. We've got so get your emails in. World Cup specific emails would be great because mm. we love to get that content. We'd love uh, to have to learn about the thread, World Cup. Yep. Soccerthread at gmail.com uh, would be wonderful. 
I'm I'm uh, ready. I got a couple three day weekends coming up. I'm ready to go. Let's pod. I like it. I like it. We were just talking about uh, the onions, so let's talk about MLS. Uh, we're into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs. The Union just won tonight. Uh, LAFC just beat uh, Austin as well today. Is that the final set then? That's, That's it, final. baby. Union, LAFC. Colin, the- you've got the most skin in the game here, so go on. Yeah, I mean, I put money down with my, my bookie to uh, that that the Union would win MLS Cup uh, before the playoffs started. We're rolling with it, obviously. You know, uh, jinxing it just, hard here. But Can I just say, I uh, when LAFC signed Gareth Bale, I yeah. put money down that they would win the oh. MLS Cup. So. Well, I, love, I love that one of us is going to be a winner then. Yeah. I think he's not even playing really, but no, nope, he's matter. not. The bet, the bet did not say Gareth Bale would take LAFC to the nope. cup. I just they would win the MLS Cup. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. No, I, I uh, I'm very excited about the Union making the final. Like you said, uh, the Union are not a historical power in uh, MLS, although we won the Supporters Shield two years ago. Uh, so. Definitely a uh, a good moment to be a Union fan, and you know, just uh, gotta say, I I like the way they've built the franchise over the the slow build of the franchise over the past uh, whatever uh, twelve years. So, you know, it, not the obviously it would be great to be an LAFC fan. Whatever they've had success right from the from the first season and right you know right away being relevant, but uh, it is rewarding to see um the union even if they don't win the cup whatever to be you know relevant as a team with a small payroll you know you have you have to feel like it's more organic and guys like Corey burke scored the third goal today who's a guy who's like a striker who's been around with us for a while um and uh you know nobody else would ever give a shit about but he's scored quite a few goals for the union and that's that's cool stuff for me is this game? This game's in L.A., right? The higher seed. Yeah, because they were su- the supporter shield champion. Yeah, yeah. Um, was was Philly number one in the in the East Coast? Yes. Yeah. So ta- the both number one seeds from yes. East and West made the. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. Just how just want to just want to make sure that the the MLS playoff playoff seeding works out for everybody. And uh, everybody on Twitter and and um, yeah, yeah, you know somebody that his name rhymes with Schmatt Schmall uh, is happy about. I don't think it does. It. I'm uh, not sure it rhymes with that. Okay, well Shrant. whatever. Schrant, 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 Schrant. It depends on how you pronounce it. I think. Um. Yeah. My arch nemesis. He's in my little notebook. Your or little maybe I'm in his. I forget. Either way, we're in each. We're certainly we're, in each other's yes, books. Yes, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. Listen, I. Uh, this is good. I think Philly's been the best team in the East, and and LA has been obviously the best team in the West, and uh, they had the supporter shield wrapped up early. I think with like maybe three or four games left to play games. in, this, in yeah. the season. Um. So yeah, I think it this should be it should be uh an interesting uh final. So Colin has, does Philly have anything to show for their little period of um kind of good 
results. Yeah, supporter recently. shield. Have they picked two, up a supporter two, shield. Yeah, two years ago, supporter shield. Um, if I remember correctly, we've lost in the MLS, or I mean, sorry, the U.S. Open Cup final three times. Although some of those okay. were, maybe all of them were like quite a few years ago. Um, that might be like 2016, 17, and 18 or something like that. Um, so actually kind of before we were good, I would say. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to obviously pick up an MLS Cup for that. Uh, you know, kind of nice little run. But at the same time, uh, part of the deal with like kind of being a team of nobodies doing well is I don't know. There's there's not a big name who's gonna leave next year. Like uh, if you when Atlanta United was doing this, it was like okay, well Almiron's gone the next year, and Martinez maybe yeah. he's gone, and blah blah blah. So who's gonna be gone next year? I mean, it's not clear. It's not clear that anybody's gonna be gone. So I mean, I'm sure some somebody will, but it's not gonna be back breaking stuff until it is. I mean, the Timbers were similar for a while and then everyone just all of a sudden was in their mid thirties and it's like, Oh, Oh sure. Didn't, right. Like, but if that ran out, if right? that's what happens, right. That the guys just get old, you know, yeah. then fine. But if you know, you have yeah. your best players just moving on because you're not a big enough location for yeah. their career yeah, yeah. or whatever. You're like DP dependent. Yeah. I mean, I would love for one of our players to become the next Diego Valeri of whatever the union, you know, and, and have a long, career where they led us to many things it'd be great yeah i think uh up the union for me i mean let that development uh win something i think that's great it's good it would be good to show other owners especially new owners in the league how to build their teams <laughs> uh and so uh you know that's good you like to see things kind of done organically like that uh so for the neutral i'd say the union's got to be the team to go i don't actually know if they're underdog or not yeah for sure uh, sorry i feel like they have to be for sure yeah. they have to so be. they're the underdog they're like the more likable team overall they're not the you know they're not edina lafc is like they're they wear black they're edina in this they are the whatever the ice hawks the hawks, uh, the, 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 hawks. hawks. the hawks yeah we're the ducks baby uh, yeah a bunch yeah. of cake eaters and quack LAFC. quack uh, we, wait it was before leaked. we should we uh let's not talk about the playoff changes yet. Let's talk about um, okay. a team that actually did win a a, a final. Yes, please shouts, go. Shouts, shouts to the Thorns. Let's go Thorns. PT. Come on. Uh NWSL champions. Yeah. Yeah. First first primetime uh uh broadcast of uh of of a women's final uh of, in any sport apparently um big big deal that was uh it was great not 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 the best goals uh that the first goal would seemed like a pretty bad defending um nice classy finish and then an own goal um but a 2-0 victory and uh pretty dominant for the thorns three-time uh nwsl champion absolutely uh sophia smith the league mvp also uh final MVP scored the first one. She did. I loved this goal from her because she did the thing that our college coach uh, would always say, kind of. Our our college coach would always say, "Believe in him," which means <laughs> like if you uh, a series of low probability things have to happen to score a goal, yeah. and at some point you have to believe that a few low probability things are going to happen in a row, and you need to be in the right place for that to happen. Yeah. If you're not there, then it doesn't matter. 
so you might as well get there, right? And uh, Smith on this one, the ball gets like coughed up and gets played back to the center back from Kansas City. No, it was and, a, it was a pass. It was it was an actual through pass. To what? Oh, but it like kind of bounced. Oh no, you're yeah. right. Okay, but the she, the center back like clearly had position and could yeah. have played it. Yeah, and like. And Smith, instead of, I don't know, trying to block the clearance or go for a tackle or something, just runs around behind. Yeah. And the ball comes through to her somehow. Yeah. Like, she just believed that, like, you, if this ball do- goes somewhere, I'm going to be behind and I'm going to be in. And she, uh, like, I don't know how she saw that or whatever, because it was wild. Like, it's not a play you usually see, but she believed in something. Uh, and it worked out, and we scored in the fourth minute, and it's amazing. The second goal was very similar to that too. I mean, it was it was a cross at the on the end line that, um, you know, the goal the the keeper had to make a decision to come out, mm-hmm. um, and she came out, spilled it kind of. It was just a tough play, like it was just kind of a bang bang play, and it bounced off the keeper and in, and and, but it was you know yeah you're absolutely right. It's the the belief. In, in the in the thorns um had a great comeback win uh had a kind of a, a absolute banger from crystal dunn to get them into the final um yeah it's great it's great shouts to the thorns doing big things much better than the men yeah very good sophia smith 22 years old looks amazing uh i don't actually remember if she won the golden boot to this year or if uh alex morgan ended up with it in san diego but uh she looks amazing. She's a U.S. Women's National Team player. The World Cup is next year. Uh, that's a young team. It's all very exciting right now in the women's game. I think. Yeah, the the uh, next like generation of women's is is, I mean, it's hard not to be excited for it, right? Like, it, yeah. the writing's been on the wall that uh, the changing of the guard, but we haven't really seen it yet in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, for me, someone who's less in tune to the women's club game because there's not a team in my town or was there a team in my past town? Uh, yeah. That's like the angle that I take on these games often is like, Oh, Trinity Rodman's fucking amazing. Like whatever, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So cannot wait to watch that. Yeah. But I, the, I mean, on top of that though, like, yes, the, the, uh, there is a changing of the guard in the, in the women's U S women's national team. But I think we got this question, ooh, man, months ago, um there's also a changing of the guard just in general i feel like the u.s may have taken a couple steps backwards um in terms of world ranking and uh they've lost a couple games they went to england and lost they lost to spain recently that was in a bunch of turmoil um so the generally the game is getting more competitive so World Cup in two years, and it is going to be. It always is, but it's always going. It it's going to be a very competitive and and tight and and fun World Cup. So oh yeah, I'm not and saying, like yeah no I'm no not, and the success of the NWSL has only helped that and brought that uh brought that along. Yeah yeah I don't I don't mean it at all from a uh, perspective of like oh the U.S. is going to be better than we were. I mean how could we be like we're the dominant force in in the you know world game. As far as winning titles, at least maybe not like whatever. Um, I don't know. We sh- we show up in the big of in the big tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how could I ask for better results? I couldn't. But to say like there'll be new narratives, I feel like the narrative of that team has been the same, or like yeah. 
just tweaked for the past 10 years like who the, yeah. who the best players are and alex morgan's always been there and you know abby left right. or whatever but it's and carly's like always hanging on and blah 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 like but to like really flip that and be like okay new faces new energy whatever it's gonna be fun it's gonna be yeah, interesting for sure whatever yeah for sure it's gonna be very fun that uh women's world cup next summer in australia new zealand uh, Palmer is probably getting used to me declaring that there's, we should plan trips that never come to fruition. Let's but, go. I want to go there. Great fishing in, in New Zealand. Bring the families. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Be amazing. Uh, that draw just happened, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't, haven't, haven't paid attention to that. Unfortunately. Don't have it in so, front of us, so sorry. Don't know if it tells, yeah. If we know where we're playing, we could start planning. Figure it out. Uh, we skirted thorns and timbers, uh, ownership and stuff oh, there. Yeah, I don't one. know if we want, that's another, maybe another podcast. Maybe we should leave it for now. Um, it's bad. but for the thorns to do this in a week, in a year where they had all this going on is amazing yeah. of the players as well. Like there's no, uh, you know, I'm not happy for the organization. Like it's redeeming for the ownership group in any way or something like that. But right. like for these players to be able to pull together and keep their careers on track and accomplish something so important is really amazing of the players. Uh, I, yeah. So we'll see how that plays out in the off season. Um, it's really, really bad stuff. The Yates report came out uh, like far reaching implications. The CEO or the president of USA curling recently got sacked because he like had some part in previous NWSL stuff. Like people are heads are rolling, you know, career wise, uh, which is good. Uh, and the, the Portland thorns, Portland timbers still have some work to do in that area. So hopefully we continue to see, uh, movement where movement needs to happen, but maybe we'll leave it there for now. Uh, MLS, it was also leaked there's some playoff changes maybe coming to the MLS playoff structure starting, I think, next year. They're talking about going to a World Cup group stage style playoff uh, at the end of the regular season. Awful. Is there, is there any other league in the world that does a playoff system like this with a group stage? What's, well, maybe here's my real question. What's the point of the regular season right. if you're just going to do a group stage, a mini league anyway, to yeah. seed the playoffs? Like, it's just another layer of making the playoffs uh, less representative of who the best team is. Like, we're going to do a big league, and then we'll do a little league, and right. then we'll do a knockout. What? It's pretty stupid. It's very stupid. It's obviously a money grab, but I don't understand how that. I don't even be. understand the money component right. of it. It's not even yeah. a straightforward money grab. I mean, I don't it's not broken. Like it's it's a playoff system. <laughs> like that's it's an American style playoff system. I don't understand like why they want to make it a World Cup. Like how is this going to make it more enjoyable? It adds weeks to the season. Uh what is the point of the I mean already like um the international players that are coming over, you know, I, I remember Zlatan saying that like playoffs are so stupid. Like what's the point of winning the regular season? If like, um, there's no, there's just no point of, of winning the, like we won the regular season, we should win the championship kind of thing. Um, so it, it just, it's just 
it's so stupid. It's just I mean, so even just like from even, okay, yeah, from a player's perspective, it's going to be dumber, right? It is, it is nonsensical. But even from a fan perspective, it's like uh, MLS. What you need to do is like clarify the supporter shield MLS Cup relationship, right? And this just muddies the water even further. It's like, wait, what is this thing in between? Is this playoffs? Whatever is it not? Blah blah blah. Like, how is a fan supposed to really treat that? And like, when they're watching the group stage D game and they just flip it on to group stage D, like, <laughs> you know, like there's like you're supposed to be able to look at the game and be like, oh, Dallas versus Austin, and like know what the fuck you're watching, and you're gonna be like. Right. Wait, is this is this game a dead rubber? Does it matter? Does it? But I actually think the way to make this work is uh, similar to what you're saying. They have to differentiate it. So they they have to say, okay, the league, the supporter shield, that's a competition, done. And when it's done, it's done. Now, in this extra month of the year, we're gonna play a World Cup style uh, competition, <laughs> and that's gonna be the MLS Cup, and that's fine too. But don't make them intertwined in any way, like. They're two separate competitions. And then, you know, people have the same complaint, Colin, that you're saying about, um, like, what what am I actually watching? I turn on a game and I see Arsenal versus Chelsea, and I don't know if that's Champions League. I guess that couldn't be Champions League this year. But, like, it could be in the Champions League. It could be in the Premier League. It could be in the League's Cup. It could be in the FA Cup. Like, how do you keep all this separate? So I think that complaint exists other, way, other places, but those are all distinct competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right. There's a so if you make them the distinct, yeah. then I'm okay with this. Yeah. But to have it be like the outcome of the league leads into the World Cup style, that, yeah, that's terrible. That's really, really terrible. You know what um, professional sports league uh, season absolutely sucks? MLB. MLB uh-huh. season is fucking miserable. It's long. It's, it's, it's a, so. It's a whole different kind of sport, though. I know, but. Like, I mean, it's like watching golf. Here's, you know what I mean? But At here's this the point, thing. It's just like. You're not really like watching like every second to like give a shit of like game ninety four of the, you know, Diamondbacks. I, like no one gives a shit. Like, like they're just out there to mostly, have a beer. Okay, and, like, okay. You want to abs- see how they mowed the outfield today? Yeah, exactly. You're you're a hundred percent correct. You're like correct, talking to your grandpa. You know, you're, you're making my like, point. You're making my point for me because there is I, inevitably there is inevitably going to be. In this stupid World Cup style tournament that MLS is trying to do, there's inevitably going to be games that just don't matter. So oh, they're going to have totally. seasons. They're going to have they're going to have seasons where games don't matter, and then they're going to be like, "Great, there are some teams that make this playoff in the World Cup." But then we're going to do play in group in groups bullshit, and we're going to have two teams that need a draw to get into the actual playoffs right. and it's going to be pass the ball, uh, in the 45 yard, uh, yeah, midfield, midfield, yeah. right. So what they've done in this decision is they've made, they've said, okay, let's, let's take the games that don't matter and bring them into the playoffs. People are going to watch that. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. They've, they've turned it into baseball. <laughs> Here's, Here's my hypothesis for what really happened. There is some committee or somebody is paid to be on something called the competitions format committee. (laughs) And if they're not changing things, their job goes away. 
Yeah. So they need, right? Like they need a there's proposal. a PowerPoint. Yeah. They spent Thanks. a lot of time putting together a proposal on a PowerPoint and they presented it to uh, you know, whoever the owners. The owners. Yeah. What is what is yeah. this like? It's like the McDonald's theory, right? Like in in business, like you just you just throw out an idea to just start brainstorming, and uh, like no one wants to eat at McDonald's, but someone just says McDonald's, so you can just be like, no, I don't want to go to McDonald's. Let's try something else. Is this is this what this is? I basically, I mean, I think so. Sure. I'm not I mean, sure. I didn't know the McDonald's theory. I thought the McDonald's theory was be how is McDonald's come up with new sandwiches, and someone's gonna be like, I don't know the McRib. And I, <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, I would eat it. Oh shit, the McRib something. I was just that was just I was just throwing that out there. I didn't <laughs> think anybody really would really eat that. I'm pretty Somebody sure comes in and they're like, uh, they go rib sandwich, and everyone's like, no. Next but guy what, comes in and goes McRib, McRib. and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Make playoffs, yes. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, that's MLS Champions League. A couple of words for Juventus, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid. They are all out. Uh, Palmer, fare thee well. Which of these surprises you the most? Uh, all of them, because I didn't know that they were out. So when you put this <laughs> on the run order, I was like, oh, all what? of these teams are out. <laughs> Barcelona should surprise you zero, right? Uh, I, shambles, listen, shambles, shambles, shambles. There's nothing well, about yeah. Barcelona should surpri- surprise you at this point. Like, you know, they could. I could tell you like Barcelona are 15th in the league, and you would have to be like, well, wow, I guess it's worse than I thought there. Right. But, yeah. You know, okay. Uh, Atleti is the one for for me that's like, oh, I view them as like a team that always does well in this format. Yeah, even though they're uh, eight points behind Barcelona in the league. Yeah, but you're gonna say you're more surprised as yeah the, the... yeah just because I feel like oh yeah well Simeone always has them like they're always they're tough to play team. yeah they're always mm-hmm. tough to play. Uh, I, yeah, oh, but I would I say agree. the same about Juve. But yeah, so your your choice is all of them, uh, except Barcelona or or none of them. Oh, maybe. I see. They all maybe are a little bit down, actually. Maybe yeah, it's not that's that surprising. True. That's true. I think the surprise, I mean, Barcelona and Atletico, right? Uh, Sevilla also uh, out. So Real Madrid, the only Spanish team left, which is, that I is think, surprising. surprising. Yeah. We're used to seeing Spanish teams kind of dominate, uh, you know, whatever, into the quarterfinals maybe or something like that. Um, and we talk <laughs> about the phases, right? It's just another example. For a while, England were like both teams in the final. Oh, England's always going to dominate. The money is in England. And then it was Spain and, you know, all these phases. Yep. So you're telling me Spurs are going to win the Champions League this year, huh? Spurs are going to win the Champions League (laughs) this year. And in five years, it's going to be AC versus Inter in the Champions Champions League (laughs) final. We'll go back to Italy. That's it. That's it. Uh, Anything else about the Champions League? Just a little check-in on the group stage. There's one game left. Uh, Is that right? One game for each team left? Yeah, that seems right. Feels right. It's been uh, good to have Giorena uh, back involved at Dortmund. I would say, and it, it just in general, I don't know why this feels like this way to me, but like, I feel like the Champions League group stages this year, I, I don't know, maybe last year with COVID or whatever, they were maybe weird in the calendar or something. Um, but I don't know, it just feels like a return to normalcy. Feels like four years ago of, of group stages. 
like nothing's changed. We're back where we were, and it feels good and homey. You know, those those, uh, those Champions League midweeks, those yeah. weeks just feel a little different. They just you're like, ooh, Champions League week. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, all right, and then Premier League. Really, the thing I want to ask here, and I don't know who to throw this to first. I'm not sure I want the uh, the hottest take or the, you know, whatever, me- measured take. I don't know if Colin gives measured takes. I'm not sure which hot take I want. Arsenal, still top. Two points up on City. Look, we've all watched Arsenal for the last 15 years. I did not expect them to still be top at Halloween. I thought they'd have a good little run. That's fine. Five, six games. We're at 12 games in. They they look like they might be real. Palmer, do you believe in Arsenal? No. They'll bottle it. They, they've not played any... It's like, too easy. They've not played anybody. I mean, they dominated Spurs, so yeah, whatever. Uh, they'll do that. They did that in the first game last year, and then you know we know what happens in the second one. That's the reason why they're not in the in the um, uh, Champions League. They've they have like great. They beat up on Not Nottingham Forest. Fantastic. Um, what they drew a couple weeks. Who did they draw to? Southampton, bottom of the table. Um, lost to Man United, right? That is that's their their one loss. They they've played a bunch of nobodies. That's fine. They'll they'll bottle it. I'm not worried about it. Have them play some real teams. Honestly, I cannot believe the confidence coming from no dinner yet, Ryan Palmer. It's it's shocking. I, it's shocking. I didn't say they'd finish above Spurs. I'm just telling you that they're not going to win the league. Well, that's still confidence, right? That's still confidence. Yeah. You know, it's a bad day for you if they win the league. It's a bad year for you. Uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Man City will win the league still. Don't worry. They're fucking really good. Uh, I mean, of course, they're not perfect. Uh, and, you know, they'll play games without Erling Holland, who scores, you know, a goal and a half a game or whatever it is at this point. Um, but, yeah, there's I, I still can't see them beating uh, City. But, yeah, they could they could come second. They could be the team that, like, kind of scares them until three weeks from the from the end. Because Liverpool have fallen off that that you know that's been Liverpool's job. I'm just I'm scrolling through their um, uh, through Arsenal's schedule here. Played. I just want to I want to sh- I want to tell you who they've played. I mean, I don't think they suck. Like, I feel like you're pretty harsh on them. Um, you just heard no. I don't. As well, I don't but... think they suck. They just haven't really played anybody. Yeah. Uh, but to be consistently, I mean, 12 played 10-1, even against, like, maybe not the top four. Yeah, even if you're beating is like, Fulham and Aston okay. Villa. Like, they you, have, you need those points. They've, I agree with you. I agree with you. But they haven't played anybody. For, for the listener, Palmer's, <laughs> Palmer's teacher quiet finger is up. I'll mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh... They played Crystal Palace, Leicester City, Bournemouth, Villa, Man United, and lost. Uh, Brentford, Spurs, beat the shit out of Spurs. Fair. Um, Let's see. And who did they play this weekend? Nottingham Forest. 
I mean, games. you didn't just list, list up 12 games, but your point is well taken. Hold, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, I mean, tell me who I, they, who they've, who they've played. Tell me who yeah, they've played. I think the problem, the problem for them, cause I do think they, Southampton that they just drew against. They, they seem to be consistent enough that they will be the bottom half, right? They will pick up those points, but the, the problem is that Manchester City has been so good that you have to beat everybody, right? You can't like, you can't lose the home and away to Manchester City and expect right. to win the league because Manchester right. City isn't going to drop that many points. Like, you also need to pick up teams from or points from the top two or three if you're going to win the league. Agreed. Um, because the 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 margin for error is so small. They also so, they they also beat uh, West Ham and Leeds United and Liverpool. No, they haven't played yeah, but, Liverpool yet. Yeah, they beat, played them on October 9th. They beat them. Oh, that's right. You're right. I was going to say bottom half, but they're not. Yeah, but, in ninth. But Liverpool suck. Here. Liverpool suck. Uh, they, Who have they played? I think Arsenal Arsenal will score enough points to win the league historically, but not, Ooh. you know, it's going to be one of those Ooh. situations. Yeah, I mean, where, I mean like, some years, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll come with right. a de- definitely with a decent points all. Yeah. They might not hit 90, but they could be like, yeah, you know, low 80s or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that like some years that would do it. Just not Manchester City years. Yeah. Totally. That's tough. There's, there's no bottle margin. it. They'll have like a month where they like just draw. <laughs> it's going to happen. There you go. All right. All right. Tottenham for all the moaning. Tottenham's still in third place. That's not a bad spot, Ryan. We're in third place, but a lot of teams have a game in hand. We suck. Moving on. We can't pass the ball. We are the worst passing team in the league. And in a game in which you have to pass the ball to be effective, that's really bad for us. It is really, really bad for us. We can't connect more than five passes in a row. We're terrible. When you press us and you force us, I don't know, for some reason, we're like, Greg Berhalter is apparently uh, managing Tottenham and he really wants to play out of the back. We want to play out of the back, and then the teams that want to press us, uh, trying to play out of the back, we panic and give them the ball, and we're awful. And then the best part is, is when we get scored on, we just quit. We just quit. I hate Except this for last team. week when you came from two two goals down to win. But besides yeah, well, that, you quit. I mean, that was luck. That was luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I love it. We're still the Liverpool. worst passing team in the league. I mean, you guys do suck at passing. That's very <laughs> clear. Uh, I love watching Hugo Lloris for what it's worth. Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Liverpool in ninth place just don't seem to be figuring anything out. Uh, I also can't figure it out. What the hell is going on there? They don't seem like they're a vastly different team than they have been, and they've been great. The shelf Colin, life. Is, are they... Just shelf life? Yeah, I agree. It's Klopp's, Klopp's shelf life. It's a little He's bit of Klopp it. shelf life. Or is it player's shelf life? I mean, it's and it's all that, but it's also like, you know, uh, other teams fi- slowly figuring them out and, and being used to playing them. Um, I think Sadio Mane not really ever really getting replaced there. I think he's a more influential player than uh, maybe people would give credit for in that setup. Um, yeah. I'm not saying like Jota or whoever has come in and, and really taking those minutes are bad players, but I think uh, 
the fit was he's he's one of those guys where the fit was so good. Um, yeah, but also you know guys get getting older or I don't know. I also think they were at some points unsustainably good in some ways, right? Like just playing out of their minds, getting a lot of calls and whatever, and uh, winning a lot of close matches and and you know that kind of thing and that's eventually your luck's going to come around the other way. And it's come around really hard this year. They're not as bad as they look on the table right now. They're not going to finish ninth. They'll finish better than that. But um, this is how it goes. They're going through a bad spell. It happens to be a bad spell in the beginning of the year. So you end up in, in ninth. That's bad. Uh, Palmer, does Klopp stick around? And if not, where does he go? What's the, what's the landing spot for Klopp? Ooh. I mean, I don't know a landing spot. Uh, I feel like it would be interesting to see Klopp in, in Italy. Uh, oh. Juve, you know, they're struggling a little bit. Klopp at Barcelona, I feel like that would also be interesting. That would never happen, I don't think, but it'd be interesting. Uh, I I don't think that, oh, man. They're, he's in a tough spot right now. I mean, it, they're not very good. Defensively, they're shocking. Um, they're really bad defensively. I Yeah, I don't know. Um, I do think that he has a shelf life, and he's reached it, right? Like, uh, he hasn't spent longer. I think this is his kind of cap in terms of how long he spends it at a club. And early on in his... Um, in his tenure at Liverpool, I feel like he, you know, mentioned how he wasn't going to sign a new contract. Yeah. Um, so, so he said that, and his contract was set to expire not not the coming summer, not six months from now, but the one following that, eight, yeah. ten months from now. But right. this April, he signed a new deal for I know. two more years. Yeah, right. Right. So now he's, so that's just. Even he knew, even he knew that he yeah, has he's a shelf money life. to his buyout. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> I think it'll be very interesting to see. I mean, I think I agree with Colin. They're not as bad as they look. But also, at some point, if they're not challenging for the Champions League, does yeah. Liverpool decide to make a change to try to salvage Champions League out of this season? Uh, and... You know how much how much loyalty do they have to Klopp here? How how much of the year does he get before uh, they bring back? Be very interesting to watch before they bring back the fat Spanish waiter because that's who they will bring back. Man, retread. Ooh. We love a retread. <laughs> be very good, very good. Uh, Colin, I guess we should let you talk about Everton a little bit. They also seem like they've been terrible, but actually they're only twelfth, and there are a lot of very bad teams in the Premier League this year. I think. Uh, Everton on 14 points from 13 games. That pace will keep you safe. So uh, how are we feeling about Everton? Uh, the defense is solid, which is something we haven't been able to say for years and years. Uh, so that has Everton fans feeling like, uh, you know, somewhat optimistic, especially because <clears throat> Dominic Calvert-Lewin has been hurt. And then he came back and he scored a goal and all was well in the world and we beat Crystal Palace. Um Crystal Palace looked pretty shit that day. Um, so we can beat teams that are pretty shit. Um, so I think we can stay up doing that, you know, potentially. 
Uh, so kudos to Frank for, you know, setting up the team in a way where we can stay up. I feel like that's if if there's any I, if there's anything I didn't expect from Frank Lampard, it was like pragmatic, like defensive solidity, solidity and like tactical. Like that's like really smart. Uh, I expected him to like kind of, I don't know, try to play in ways and like. And 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 think he was still at Chelsea and just be like yeah. shooting for the we stars. We need more long diagonals, yeah. guys. More long like, diagonals. And just like and just like not really like having a plan or whatever, and 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 kind of trying to go on uh, what's his fucking the Tim Sherwood like kind of rah rah shit. I expect him to be a lot more rah rah than he is, um, and he isn't. He seems very yeah trying to be a good manager. So. I don't know if he, he passed his Colin. He passed his A levels. Yeah, he's an intellectual. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if he's, he's actually just a good a, manager. We're not that good. Obviously, like we're not a top half team, which as, as an Everton fan is pretty disappointing that we're bad. But like that's just the reality of the players he's been given is that they're not very good players. He's, so he's just a shit Tony Pulis. Yeah, but I that's not who I expected him to be because like think yeah. about Tony Pulis and like who was he before he was Tony Pulis like. Did Tony Pulis play but, professional football? We don't know about that. But, no, no idea. But yeah. I mean, but think He's about like a gym maybe teacher. like he looks like maybe maybe his his uh, his story was written last year. Like maybe the fact that he had the great escape. And now he's a, a he's an escape artist. Like that is what his management style is. He's a Tony That's what Pulis. he's going to be for the rest of his career. Yeah, he needed maybe. that one yeah. to be like, oh, this is what I am. This is. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to stay in jobs. I'm just going to be an escape artist. I mean, maybe. That's a wild career decision. That's not like like Frank Lampard is not depending on yeah, for sure. a managerial career to like live out his life. It's not like he needs that. Yeah. It's, it'd be wild if he was like, my dream, now that my playing career is over. It's to just to keep teams up. Pulis. Just keep them up. Just, just, just be, keep them up. If I could be like, I like, I like make a real good living out of this. Uh, Tony Poulos did have a senior team career. Most surprisingly, he played for Happy Valley Athletic Association in the Hong Kong First Division in 81-82. Good team name. It's, that good, is, team it's name. a good team name. <laughs> uh, how many how many players were going to Hong Kong to get that paycheck in 81-82? Yeah. <laughs> Tony Poulos. Tony Poulos. Tony Poulos started it, started that trend. Tony Poulos is like, I've been here for years. <laughs> He also might be managing there now. Who knows? Who started this Hong uh, Kong shit? This is the motherfucking thanks I get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else in the Premier League that needs mentioning? I I mean, Leeds is always good to catch up on, but eh, nothing. No, I have nothing to say. By the next time we podcast, will Jesse Marsh have a job? Oh, by the next time we podcast, it could be, you know, hey, next summer. Hey. <laughs> Take that into account Take for that your into answer. Account. Boy, I'm gonna say yes. yes. Ooh, two yeses. That, that Liverpool win yeah. is is gonna keep him in yeah, in his job for a while. All right, at least Fair. a while. A at least weeks. at least two until weeks. we podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> if they lose, we're gonna podcast real quick. Just <laughs> yeah. one in. Hey, we got to record right now. We're recording now. <laughs> Three, two, one. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, podcasting is fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, it was great. Swick, I hope it was all right for you. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Thanks Cliff. Cliff. Bye, guys. Bye.
Classic Ryan Palmer move. Can we just clap and start this shit? Just, just his... <laughs> Three, two, one. Male radio noisy is going to have to do a lot of work. We got Hocus Pocus 2 playing in the background right now. So. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do this. I fucking love it.